Welcome back to This Sacred Life, a soulful, sensual, and sacred podcast for women. I'm Shan Vanderleek, and today I'm speaking with my friend, Ara Campbell, author of Dark Goddess Magic, Rituals and Spells for Reclaiming Your Feminine Fire. Ara has been on The Sacred Life several times over the years. I think maybe, I think maybe I'm the first person that ever interviewed you. Uh-huh. I think you are. I, I think, think you I are. Am. I think you are. <laughs> <laughs> She's a visionary writer and founder of the Goddess Circle, a modern-day mystic dedicated to the awakening and rising feminine, living embodied truth and aiding others in connecting with their medicine. She can often be found seeking wisdom and solace in the wilds of Mother Earth. And I am so grateful that she's with us again today to talk about her new book that's going to be coming out in the fall. Welcome back to The Sacred Life, Ara. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. It's so good to have you here. And I was so very happy when I saw that you were moving forward with a dark goddess book. Let's start right there. Light magic, dark magic. What made you choose? to share these goddesses? I think so many of them are so often overlooked because, you know, we're, we're so taught to keep it light. We're, we're, we're always taught to sort of put on a brave face and put on the smile and just kind of put the darker stuff down below. And so many of these goddesses embody that. And it, it just, it's so time to look into these things a little bit deeper, the shadow work, the fierce feminine protection and all the things that we're kind of taught we should just kind of either leave to somebody else or, or just not face at all. And it was just, it was time for me to connect with them and it was time for, for them to come more into the, into the light as it were, ironically. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And they're so, they're so incredibly potent. Every goddess that you write about has such, it's just such a potency and so much to teach us and so much to help us with, to guide us through whatever we might be facing. I love the way the book's laid out and and the way that you have thoughtfully put it together to include spells and invocations and practices to utilize the magic to lead us on this journey where we can really find the strength and boundary setting and transformation we're looking for. Before we dig deeper I did pull a goddess card today before we came together from the Sacred Rebels deck by Alana Fairchild, and collaborative dreaming came up. This beautiful picture done by Autumn Sky Morrison of several, well, it's, I think it's probably the same model, but um, in four different pictures of these incredible goddesses and the messages Your heart is big enough to dream, not only for yourself, but for a new humanity. Imagine a world that is healed with respect, understanding, and with a community that fosters life. Even your dreams that relate to you alone will contribute positively to the greater good because that is the nature of your heart. The heart creates win-win situations that benefit the individual and the collective. And I'm wondering why you think that that particular card might have shown up for us today. I love that. I love that. That's just a perfect card for today. Of course, entering in like the eclipse season and stuff like that. And there's so much beginnings happening and so much co-creation and, and so much expansion and growth right now. 
into this next phase. And I just, I absolutely love that card for just the co-creation aspect and, and just the connection. And the way that you've written your book and how it is a collaboration with the dark goddesses, with you and with whomever picks up the book to read it and, and wants to do the work. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So such a celebration. You introduce us to 20 of the most powerful shadow goddesses in the book. And you also share guidance on how to connect them. How did you come about this inspiration and how you wanted to lay it out and what you wanted to to teach so that it would be uh, the, the biggest blessing and gift and contribution to those of us who read it? I think the hardest part I had was not including more goddesses. You know, I always want to like, I'm, I'm an information person. That's why there's so much information in the book with, you know, their associations and, you know, the different matters you can kind of go to for each goddess and, you know, their rituals and their visualizations. But I just wanted so much to be able to share as much as I could from them. And just being able to, I, I wanted so much to to bring their myths. I, I talk about their myths and their stories and mm-hmm. sort of point out a few parts of the stories, you know, maybe the myth I don't really agree with or feel maybe was different, perhaps. But um, I, and I, I kind of dive into the energy of each goddess and, and what they what they have to teach us in their practices and their associations. And it's just, it was such a rewarding experience getting to dive into them and their healing with through the shadows. Right. It's just absolutely amazing. I bet. How long have you been working on it? Well, the pandemic sort of slowed things down a little bit. It was actually supposed to be started last winter, a winter of 2020, and it kind of got sidetracked until the summer of last year. So I actually wrote it last summer. So, (laughs) Well, it's coming out in the perfect time. (laughs) That's right. That's right. And that's, that's kind of exactly what I had to, I had to think. It was just, these things happen and it's, it's how the world works. You know, it's how life works. You know, sometimes things don't happen the way we want them to. And that doesn't mean it's happening wrongly. It just means it's happening in a different way. And I mean, that's part of the shadow journey is, is allowing and, and, you know, facing things, maybe not being comfortable and not being the way we want them. Yeah. Right. Which goddess did you work with first? Oh, I'm trying to think. I think it was Hecate. I think she was first. I think it was either her or Callie were first, I think. Callie was going to be my guess. But. Yeah, Callie. I can't remember who was. I think the the te- I think the test chapter I did at the start of things. I think was Callie. I think she was my yeah. she was my test. Then I think Hecate was my first. Like right off of getting like the okay to go ahead. I think was, sure. was Hecate. Hmm. Can you say that often it's in our darkest times that when we find our strength and reclaim our power, and that can be really associated with any of the goddesses that you've worked with here. But for today, I really feel like Persephone wants to speak to us, the dark queen, to help us and guide us through the transformation that we're facing, all of the grief that that we're holding through this pandemic. So many have lost loved ones and have lost their jobs and have been through just incredible amounts of pain and also have also been on the other side of some some beautiful sweetness some love and support and kindness 
and being lifted up. So I don't want to say that everything's been been awful, but it has been quite something for so many with so many losses. And let's speak about how Persephone can help guide us through this time. Well, she is such a wonderful tie-in between the darkness and the light, because of course she is goddess of spring and then queen of the underworld. So she has that, she has that duality that, that ties everything together, you know, where we, we see, you know, the journey from light to darkness and back again and how we can be both. We don't, we don't have to choose one thing. We have those pathways in life that we have to travel at times. Sometimes it's light, sometimes it's dark. And as you just mentioned, you know, this pandemic has been a very big example of that with so much darkness and light at the end of it. Yeah, it's been, I almost, there, there are days when I want to talk about it and talk about the gifts that have come from it. And I almost feel like, oh, no, maybe I shouldn't share the gifts. That have come. You know, like, oh. Maybe, that's another thing. That's, it's, it's, that's it's not that, allowed. But, but again, that's, and that's, that's a shadow taboo. It's, this, is, this is exactly what the, the book, and this is exactly, it all ties in. We're, we're taught we, we need to sh- like shut that down and, and, and shut down that expression. And that's so many of, of the goddesses speak to that, where it's, it's about embracing the expression of that. So yeah. even though you're, you're, you know, you're talking about hope, so that's, I mean, it's a light subject. But there's that darkness. There's always that oppression that says, you know, no, you should keep hidden. And this is what it addresses. And it's, it's just, it's amazing that you said that because it's, it ties in very, very much. And that's what was one of the reasons why it was very clear to me that Persephone was just the one that I wanted to address today because she is just such a, a great gateway. I mean, as as is Kali, as is Hecate. I just find that for right now, there she is, the Dark Queen right there. Like, okay, I'm right here. Call on me. I can help you process this trauma. I can help you get beyond this. I can show you my story can illustrate how you can heal, how you can grow, how you can come out the other side. and that it's okay that you've been through this experience, whatever it is. And she embodies her own truth so fully where she, you know, embraces her throne. Mm-hmm. And, and again, speaking to maybe things don't wind up the way you think they are. I mean, you know, you start off the goddess of spring and you wind up queen of the underworld. I mean, talk about a, talk about a <laughs> crossroads, <laughs> you know, sure, yeah, <laughs> kind of a, change there so it's like it's it just speaks to the transformation and how that can evolve and you just never know what's going to happen and she reminds us that we are whole and i think that that's a big piece too is that no matter what's happening you are whole you are darkness and light you are so so sweet and so valuable and no matter what no matter what's happened no matter where you've been no matter what stories you have to tell can you walk us through her invocation lady of light and dark spring and death grant me the grace to open to the cycles that flow within my life all things transform even time spent in the shadows 
I acknowledge the ancient wisdom of the crone that swims within my veins and the innocence of the maiden that keeps me curious to my deeper mystery. From you, Persephone, I learn I can be all things, wise woman, gentle heart, and dark queen. So beautiful. Thank you for sharing. As we sit here together in the new moon window and in the gateways to so much change, I wonder if you can kind of share with us what else you're seeing because you you have so many talents and part of part of what you do is you do readings and I'd love for you to share what you're seeing right now for you know the next cycles maybe the next two or three cycles well we just came through some pretty dark not that I need to tell anybody that they know that but we came through some pretty dark cycles over the last you know six months eight months a year the eclipses were not speaking good things they had some pretty dark energy to them and it just kind of seemed to sort of fuel everything that was going on there were some really bad aspects to everything this eclipse cycle that's beginning this today's the gateway with the new moon and so we got two weeks till the first eclipse and then the first eclipse on the full moon sorry it lasts it lasts till two weeks after the next solar eclipse a month from now so it's it's or two weeks after that sorry so it's like a two-month cycle but it, it the energy tends to flow for a few months afterwards keeping like that potent energy for a little while this one is a lot about hope which is well timed because we could all use some it, there's a lot of hope there's a lot of themes of illumination there's a lot of information coming in there's a lot of a lot of shifting, you know, there's a lot of rebelling energy, a lot of, there's a lot of change happening, but change for the right reasons, instead of change for chaotic reasons. It's, yeah. it's that inspired change, that inspired action. So I'm really hoping it's going to be starting to be a, a game changer and some turning, some turning points for a lot of people throughout the world, you know, during, during this next cycle, because wouldn't that be some good news for like a lot of people? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, just to have some lightness. Yeah. The heaviness has been palpable and depending on your own situation and what you've been through, even more so to, so to have some light, to see some hope and to nurture that, to support that, to nourish that the best way you can in your own life. And to see the lessons that have come through this time. There's so much that I've learned about the world about my own world about my embodiment in it during this time of like this was like this was like the ultimate persephone journey into the underworld you know everybody being disconnected to a certain well to a big degree having to hold back and and kind of sit in the underworld and just have this new experience and i mean through these journeys we've come through so much learning and we've 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 realized things so it's really about taking what we've learned in the shadows into the into the light into the hope and the dawning new day. So hopefully that's the newest incarnation that we have coming. Yeah. Well, that would be great. And I like, and I like that the, uh, the stars are aligning in such a way. <laughs> I was excited to see that when I was doing the research for, for that eclipse cycle. I was like, yes. I was yeah. like, that's awesome. I was yes. like, gotta love it. I love it. And are you still doing private readings for people? I do. Yes. I still do do them. Awesome. Yes. 
Awesome. That's just, I can't, I, I'll never stop, you know, yeah, <laughs> it's just, yeah. there's certain things we're just never going to stop. It's just <laughs> one of those things that you keep kind of doing because you just love it and stuff. And I, like, I've always loved the goddess, the myths and, and the stories. And like, I knew eventually I had to do something, you know, that's why this, this was, uh, this came to light because it was just something that just, I just had to do it. It just yeah, called yeah. to me at the time and I just had to do it. Well, and I'm glad we're talking about it now too, and that you've made it available for pre-order and that you've even put together some bonus content for people who are willing to make that investment now for a return later. Artwork is beautiful. The layout is beautiful. And I you're love being the so art. generous. Yeah, it's so lovely. Who did your art? Uh, Mary Ancilia Martinez. She's amazing. You can find her on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram and find her on Instagram. She's beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. I got some of her prints because I just, I can't help myself because she's just amazing, 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 amazing artist. So <laughs> amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's how I feel about Lizbeth. That she who is. Yeah. Well, and also Autumn Sky Morrison. And, both amazing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. Their art. And this woman that you've just shared with us is, I really, hadn't seen anything like her work. And I thought, oh, this is so cool. And I felt like it was a really good match to your energy as well. Like it was like, oh, this is the perfect artist for Ara to be working with for her book. So I, I loved the art when they showed it to me and I was like, that's so amazing. So, <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, so tell me, do you guys have a, a date in October that that the book is landing or? I think it's October 12th. Okay. It had been in September, so it was sliding around a little bit because of the pandemic and certain things. We, the reality of the world we live in is things are sure. kind of fluid now. So it's supposed to be mid-October. So I'm hoping that's still happening. I think that should be around there, though. It should be around October 12th. And we'll be sure to come back and yeah. have a conversation, whether we do it here or at the Sacred Life's um, private Facebook group or whatever. And, and R and I have even talked about doing a giveaway so that you have a chance to get a copy or win a copy of Dark Goddess Magic through that. And we'll, we'll figure all of that out later. It's, yeah, it's, a, get some it's, yeah, it's in the future, but it's coming. So you can visit thegoddesscircle.net to pre-order the book at any time. What else would you like us to know about this very sweet project that you've invested so much of your life in? I'm just excited for it to get out there. It's, it feels it's, I'm in Aries, so patience is not a good virtue of mine. So um, I've been like wanting this like out there for like months and months and months. I'm just like, I want to get this out there so people can see it. I want to get it out there so people can see it. But um, I'm so excited for it to, to, to finally get into people's hands and, and for them to see it and get to work with it. That's, I think, probably the most exciting thing for me is, is it's a tangible book that you can actually use. You can dive deeper into the myths, and, and, but you can also work with it and practically practically so that that appealed to me greatly when i was able to kind of be like this is the way i want to do this because then people can use it because then it's something you can use like on the new moon or the the full moon mm -hmm. or on a thursday just because because it's just you know <laughs> i love it because then you can use it i love i love stuff you can use books you can use yeah i'm a fan keep going back to yeah i'm a instruction manual goddess book planet book right. person from way back. I love that. I love the, I love those kind of books. So yeah, I do too. I, and I, and I don't have a lot of them, but the ones I do feel my hands on them quite often and are such valuable oracles. Yeah. Just as this is. And I was just thinking when you said that you're an Aries and 
also have Libra rising. That's a very interesting balance. And Virgo moon. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just like the details, man, the details. (laughs) It's just like, oh, here we go. It's like everybody's fighting up in this house. It's like, okay. Oh, man, that's awesome. That's awesome. I am, we talked about this years ago, but I am um, Scorpio rising Sagittarius sun and Aquarian moon. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Love it. So, yeah. That's and it makes perfect sense. It, it does. does. It makes perfect it sense. It I, I did have a friend do a progressive chart for me, which I I must admit I'm not fully, you know, I'm not fully understanding any of it, am I? I'm studying it all the time, but which changed everything, changed my rising sign, sun sign, and moon sign. Yeah. Yeah. And I just decided, okay, well. That's good to know, but I think I need to stay with studying what I have been studying so I don't get very confused about, well, no, actually, this is what you are for another nine years. I'm like, what? Okay. So what's that all about? Sometimes it's really interesting to actually kind of do that every once in a while because you can change the house system and you can change how it how it interprets it, which is kind of fun because you can kind of change it every once in a while. But yeah, it it's weird how the the I don't want to say the more traditional way, because you know, but like it's it's interesting how those more traditional I'll just say traditional ways of interpreting it do seem to hold more true because like like I said I'm an Aries through and through mm-hmm. and I forget I'd, I'd done a chart too that was different and it had something different I was like that's not right it was like a, I forget what moon they had and I was like that doesn't make any sense it's like that's not right it's like, <laughs> yeah. that's not how it should be that's not right at all so yeah it was just one of those things like where I, I'm willing to check anything out try anything out right explore anything right. and it was like oh Okay. Well, thank you very much. But <laughs> yeah, I thank think you I'll just time. I'll just stick with what I've been studying for, yeah. for the last decade or so. Anyway, back to back to this time, this time of hope, this time of learning more and calling on Persephone, of allowing yourself to process this trauma and grief so that there is a pathway, a door opening to hope, to lightness, to this. For those of us in spring, the the blooms and the blossoms and the changes that we're seeing and that will be followed very quickly by the the bounty of flowers and leaves and later the fruits that come from that and to just trust that we're in this together and we know what to do and these goddesses help us on our journey. They help us understand what we're going through sometimes it's like the magic key that you need the story that you need to read the process that you need to go through is and then you can just really rest in her Hmm. what would you like to leave us with today don't be afraid of the shadows and don't let anybody tell you that you're wrong for wanting to do shadow work or that, you know, embracing the fierce feminine or doing any of those things that you're called to do is wrong because there's such a bad narrative. I shouldn't say bad narrative, but there's such a frequent narrative that we should be focusing only on the light or the positive. And it's like, wow, we should always keep that in our pocket Sometimes we have to go down into the underworld with Persephone. <laughs> you know, well, it's right. just, just how it is. You you have you have to have both because if you don't, you're just bypassing 
And that's just not great because there's so many things we need to face. I mean, we're all on this journey and we're learning and we're expanding and we're ever growing and we're never done. So, I mean, right. we shadow work is just something we do, you know, and there's nothing wrong with lighting a candle for protection or, or any of these things. We, we, we keep being told we need to not do these things because people fear them and, and right, they right. fear us protecting ourselves or they, they fear our own empowerment. So I feel like don't, if you, if you're called to work with these, with these, uh, with these goddesses and, you know, in these ways, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. It's not dark. It's not, or it's not bad. I should say they're, they're dark right. and they're shadowy, but it's not bad. Dark doesn't mean bad. Right. Thank you for that. Because dark there, has been, bad. <laughs> there has been so much bypassing. Yeah. There has been so much love and light and everything that's <sighs> happened you've created. And, uh, and, and, and I almost get, well, not even almost, I get really pissed off about it. Because love and light, love and light. Yeah. It's like, no, well, it shuts no. down the conversation is the problem. And I'm a, I'm a fan of continuing the conversation, even if it's uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, so if somebody, if I'm having a conversation and they're like, love and light, and then they're just kind of gone. And I'm like, wait, would you, that, that, wait, what, you, what, that's it? It's like, that's, so you just shut it down. It's like, okay, right. that doesn't, there's no expansion from that. Like, there's no growth. It's like, get right. your roots in deep and let's just, you know, like, so. <laughs> right. And, and, and like Persephone, you're, you're digging in the dirt. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> what are you dirt. digging up? You know, what, what are you it, digging up? And, and don't be afraid no. to, to do so. You actually owe it to yourself to do so. Right. To that's dig exactly deeper, right. to, to look to have a better understanding of yourself, of your lineage, uh, of whatever story you're in right now, you deserve something more than the bypassing that's happening. Mm. I love speaking with you. Speaking <laughs> we with could you talk too. about just about anything. I was going to say, we never script anything. We just kind of go with it. We're like, yeah, yeah this will work because it's awesome. And I know that you are jonesing for planting and being in the dirt. And the last time we talked, I don't even know how many houseplants you have. I'm sure you've oh, I'm sure you have more. I've stopped counting when in the last year because of because uh, of everything that's been happening. I've been like trying my hand at propagating everything, so yeah. everything's had babies and more babies, and I just started giving them away because I'm like I have literally no room. And then, of course, yeah. I plant all my own seedlings, so all my own like my bedding plants for outside and everything like that, and my tomatoes and my peppers and all my vegetables and stuff I plant inside. And I've decided for some reason to plant a forest this year. So I've, yeah, I love that. There's a whole bunch of pine trees and all kinds of stuff that I <gasps> rescued from from sad little areas they weren't going to live because they get mowed down and stuff like that. So I rescued them, and now they're they're going to be a forest. So you can't find <laughs> a forest, build your own. Like, well, and I've decided this year I'm going to plant a forest. <laughs> I mean, do you- <laughs> it's just it. You know, anybody who knows me or, or sees my my pictures or my my nature focus, it's just like eventually, it's like, yep, she's going to plant a forest. Of course, yeah, of she's course going she to, is. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> it's well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so grateful for for you and for the way you show up and that you are, that you do that, that you're like, okay, I'm planting a forest. Okay. This is what I'm doing next. All right. It needs to be t- totally okay to work with these dark goddesses. Dig in, dive in, okay. learn, allow yourself to learn more than the surface stories and the surface bullshit. <laughs> that we absolutely must do more than. We have to do more than that. We do. 
We do. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you have to do more, in my opinion. I was like, wh- why would you be here if you, if, if we were just going to give you some sweet nectar and send you on your way? This is sweet nectar. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. Dark goddess sweet nectar. Right? That's right. All right. Good. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Such a pleasure. I'm incredibly happy for you. The dark magic uh, book, the dark goddess magic book is going to be so incredibly successful. I just know it. You've done just a beautiful job putting it together. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I always love getting to talk to you. You're welcome. That was C.R. Campbell. Pre-order a copy of Dark Goddess Magic today, and you can also get some bonus content. We'll have links in the show notes. But if you want to go over right now and pre-order, you can go to thegoddesscircle.net and pre-order there. 